Okay. So, hey, Brendan Sam here. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. You know, we're just here hanging out in the ad break with you. Wait, why do you why do you sound like you're about to give the drug talk to your kids? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. It's, that is, you yeah. don't do drugs. Instead, you we're, we're concerned. We're concerned with our, our listeners right now. You're we know you're doing drugs, and drugs are bad. <laughs> don't do them. We're, we're oh god. Instead of doing drugs, you you you, know, you should just like, rate, and share. The <laughs> that should be your addiction. Oh god, uh, this went off the rails. I'm okay with it. That it was, was so. That was so good, though. That is. That should be it. All right. All right. Make sure that yeah, needs- we'll, we'll catch. We'll be right back with the actual episode. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. This is You Know the Drill with Sam and Rutz. And today, do you want to take the topic? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So if there's any issues with our normal quality, quote unquote, uh, it's because we are changing our uh, the recording setup because things keep breaking on us. All right. <sighs> Breathe. <laughs> No, you're not getting any breathing out of me. Let's just let's just let's just rock and roll through this. All right. So today we're talking about uh, something about the the recent CES. Is yes. That, is that what this episode's going to be? All right. Yes, All that's right. that's what this episode's going to be because okay. CES is the only like convention throughout the year that I actually can't give a damn about. Yeah. Because most like I would say there's a lot of like high proof concepts, right? That just like why would this exist, right? Oh yeah. But then all, this is the show where we actually see products that you know, nor, quote unquote, normal people will use, um, and actually have the ability to purchase in the future, right? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to go through a couple of things and get your reactions to them because there are a lot. There were a lot of high proof concepts this year. Yeah. And at the same time, there are a lot of things that actually like surprisingly make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, so I was trying to look this up and I cannot find the actual company that makes this product. So if my the editor version of me remembers, you know, go put it in there somewhere. But <laughs> there there's a company that is it's weird because it's like you wouldn't expect this to be the standout or one of the standout products of the year. Mhm. Fitbit for dogs is basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. I the one that uh, it's like a GPS tracker and it um, tracks their vitals and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I think if I if I had a a dog that didn't just lay around the house and do nothing, I Wait, think you I, have a dog. There's a we have a family dog that lays around and does nothing. I mean, if and I had it, one that lived in my house. I would make sure that okay, so it's not it's not where you currently live. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, I plan to have one. I would like a. Uh, I'd like a Shiba, but not for the sake yeah. of the coin. But like, I actually like that breed of dog, or <laughs> a, or their larger, um, the larger version, the Akita. Mm-hmm. But 
or a beagle. I'd like a beagle. For some reason, I really like beagles. But I'm also, like I feel like if I had a beagle and I became anyone of prominence, if someone murdered my dog, I'd have to go on a murder spree and kill everyone. Hmm. Oh. I was hoping you'd get my John Wick reference. Okay. Hey, I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Trying to lighten up the lighten up the energy around here, right? <laughs> All right. So we're we're ta- so right. So so, so do you think that do you think that's a good idea? Do you think that's something you would if you had a dog you think you'd actually be interested in buying? No, no, I, I wouldn't. Um You don't think so? No, no I don't think it's you don't think metrics are good to figure out if your dog is exercising enough? Uh I mean, I look at this and at the end of the day, I don't see there's gonna be a huge difference. I mean you know, unfortunately, dogs don't live very long, and I don't think there's much you can do to, you know, affect that. I don't know. I, I mean, I, 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 there's something, you know, to me, very wrong about, you know, like, I don't like how, you know, pets are chipped and all this stuff like that. I mean, it's, you, you know, it's the same old song, same, same old song and dance for me. You know, it's like, I, I just, this, this stuff bothers me on a fundamental level, you know? So it's, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't want to. Uh, there's something about it that just doesn't seem right. I, I feel like I don't want to really want to, if I had a pet, which I, I don't, you know, that's a whole other conversation, but you know, um, yeah. no, like I wouldn't want to feel invasive. I don't, you know, like, I don't know if the, I don't know if the animal wants that, you know, there's no way for us to know what the animal wants. So, I mean, I, I know I'm, I know I'm like, look, I know I'm overanalyzing it and thinking way too much into it. I know it's probably not that big of a deal, but you know, like I said, it bothers me on a fundamental level. It always will. So, you know, um, <laughs> Even if, even if logically I can see the sense in it, you know, that's just kind of the way I'm, the way I'm wired. So no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it to, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't want one for myself. You know, I've, I don't, you know, I, uh, I'll just go out on a walk and, you know, make sure I'm walking regardless. You know, I, I see we, all we these. Need to make, we need to make sure we chip you so we know where you're at. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Microchips in the vaccine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right, right. <laughs> um, I mean, like, the, I think the metrics could be interesting, right? If you're into that data kind of thing, right? Oh, see, I hate data. I know you hate data. You hate all kinds of data, and I love I, data. I like data on Star Trek, but oh, I hate God. Brent Spiner. I hate, I hate Brent Spiner, though. <sighs> I don't really hate him. I just think he's annoying, but... <laughs> Thank God I Sorry. can you. Thank God I could mute you on on Discord. Thank God I can do that. <laughs> Sorry, Brent. I know you're listening. I know you're a long time listener, first time caller. <sighs> okay. <laughs> the, the only other thing I think that would be like, I guess for security's sake for this product, right? Mm-hmm. Is you can set like a range. Um. So think of it like a virtual fence. And yeah. like if your dog like runs and escapes, then it triggers like it gives you an alert going, "Hey, by the way, your dog is out. Go find them." And the GPS activates. So I think that's the part I think is the most useful. But at yeah. the same time, I don't know. I think at that point it would be determined on like the actual price point of what we're talking about. Yeah, um, because most of these don't have price points, obviously. But um, this next product actually does, and. You're gonna hate it, and I hate I know, it. I know, I know exactly which product you're talking about. Do you which, want me to go product? ahead and guess it? No, yeah, go ahead. Which you're product? talking about the 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 robot shelf, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> 
It, it's the robot shelf. There's yes, yeah. it's the robot. Yes, it's the uh, the robot caddy and retriever. The robots from uh, Labrador Systems. So here's mm. here's what I here's no. So here's yeah. Here's what ahead. I think on it. Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I think for a normal person, this is a lazy idea. Okay. Yeah. I think this is great for people who are maybe disabled and can't yeah. rip anything like arthritis in their hands, right? Yeah. I yeah. think then that's a great idea. Like yeah. if you have mobility problems, 100% a good idea. Yeah. If you are just being a lazy POS, don't buy. And you know, like, and you, just, know you know, a lot of people, a lot of people who have a lot of money are just going to be like, oh, I want this because it looks, it's, you know, because I'm a tech person, but you know, hey, you know what? You know, that's, yeah. And you're right about that. Let's just, let's just, you know, limit its, let's just limit its intelligence. Okay. Let's, let's not, you know, and, and I don't, I don't even remember, like, I don't know if it's an AI thing or not, but it is like, is it, is it, uh, are, is it, is it a, like, I don't know. What's your question? Is it a what? Is it an AI thing? Like, does it, does it, you know, or is it just like a remote control thing? Like, how does it, how does it function? Um, knowing CES and knowing how technology is right now, um, it is most likely AI. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, mm. oh, see, okay, here's a good thing. So I, I'm not like being completely, um, out there. It says, although the robots could, uh, could be useful to anyone, they're designed primarily to help people with mobility problems, the elderly and individuals with chronic conditions like Parkinson's or arthritis. Okay. Um, he was inspired to develop them. Uh, the CEO, uh, Mike Dooley, uh, was inspired to develop them after uh, seeing his own mother move from walking unaided to using a cane to a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. So if that's the case, and I like the, the idea that that's like the case in mind, right? Like when they design a the thing. Yeah. And they're not just, I mean, they could just be, just be saying that, but I don't, I feel, I felt like that. At least that yeah, part of the, that's part of their part of their like maybe just part of their marketing, you know. Yeah, uh, but I mean that's also just being like, you know, completely negative about the thing. You know, what I mean? know, just being just being cynical as as we are, yeah, as I am. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, like I think generally that could be a good idea. That's going to be a again. That's going to be a price point thing. I think I heard something for like a thousand dollars or twenty four hundred dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. The CES has been weird this year. Like, this has been a great year for CES, right? Yeah. But also been a really weird one because CES always has like weird AI stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, there's a faucet that is only voice activated, and you apparently use, it uses AI to detect what you put underneath it and or in front of the camera to determine like. So if you're washing dishes, it gives you hot water. You're washing, you know, your hands, you get warm water. You put a mug underneath it, you get cold water. Like, hmm. why? Uh, there's a there's a an AI voice activated bird feeder. Like, why? That's because we're let's remove let's remove uh, all human interaction from the equation and just you know. <laughs> okay. I think I, you know, what annoys me is I think a lot of these, you know, tech people, scientists, whatever, whoever, designers, programmers, whatever you want to call them, inventors, whoever's making these things, I think they just are. I, I think a lot of times this whole AI thing is just very masturbatory. It's like, well, 
oh, I just want to, you know, like I want to, I want to have this breakthrough. I want to do it. I mean, maybe there's a bigger picture thing. I don't know. Um, I, mean, I just, yeah, can, I mean, I think that, de- I think that definitely is a part of it. I, it is, I, yeah. I like that. you look at some of the things that these people invent and it's like, you know, I mean, listen, who knows where it could go? You know me, you know, I have a knee jerk reaction to this stuff. I have my reasons. I've explained my reasons many times. I think what we need, I think there, I don't think there's enough, uh, skepticism about technology in you know in the world today i think you know i I think there needs to be a a healthy amount of skepticism is what i'm saying you know a little bit a little a little bit to balance the over enthusiasm and and optimism and 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 full speed ahead of this whole thing right 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 i don't know i mean at the end end, i could be very wrong and it could be fine you know but but there is i think we we do lose and i think you know let's Try and cherish, you know, try and honor and cherish what we're losing and, you know, acknowledge that and not just, you know, not just go like, great, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I do think there are some uses, like general uses for for AI, right? Again, this is a part oh, of the conversation. No, listen, um, there's uses, there's uses and I, and, you know, there there's arguments for it. I, you know, I don't mean to, you know, like, look. I, if we're if we're talking in an in an objective field, I could be way off base. I could be very wrong. I'm just saying I think we need to adopt a more a broader perspective on this. I'm just tired of people being so happy and enthusiastic for technology when it, just completely ignoring what we're losing, you know, and and ignoring you know the the the, the heartbeat of humanity. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, I got a few more products for you. Yeah, we'll take a rain, quick break, and I'll gonna, definitely rein me in. <laughs> and because I want to talk about EVs, but I have a lot to say about EVs, so that'll be in the second half. But I have he, I have one thing to say about EVs: public transit. Anyway, let's go into a break. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, no, I actually have a lot to say about that. Anyway, here's a here's a weird thing. So apparently, you know, CES uh, computers are always a thing. Okay. So the the big standout for the computers is Lenovo is remaking their ThinkBook. Okay, so that their think, new ThinkPad it, or is ThinkBook a new thing? I always thought so. Yeah, I, so they're, they're they're remaking the ThinkPad, and now there's a ThinkBook. Okay, so the ThinkBook is new, or is or is it a? It's has this a, is the third generation, so I think the ThinkPad okay, so came from the ThinkBook, or gotcha. Vice so, versa. That, so the ThinkBook is a newer thing, but it's not completely Correct. new. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Correct. all right. So this is now the Lenovo ThinkBook Plus third generation, and what stands out is it's um it's a seventeen point three inch screen, right? So it's an ultra wide, okay, which is already big for a laptop. We don't really see those too much anymore. But yeah. also, instead of having like, because once you get to that size, you know, you get like a numpad and all the all that kind of jazz, right, into the keyboard. Yeah. They took that out, and there's an additional eight inch LCD screen built into oh, the yeah. keyboard. Yeah, what was the point of that? Uh, you know, I, apparently the idea is uh, it's like S Pen compatible. So it's like to write down notes or um, use it as a number pad. Yeah. You know, essentially it's just like an extra scratch pad, a digital scratch pad to use okay. on whatever you're working on. Okay, yeah. And All so right. yeah. I will say I see the use case for it. Yeah. I think it looks dumb. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, it's like one of those things where you look back at technology from like 2000 or whatever. And and at the time, it seemed like really innovative. But now you look back and it's like, that is like, 
you know, really <laughs> didn't work, looks terrible. It's going to be one of those, it's probably won't age well sort of thing. Like right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm Yeah, doing. I can see that. All right. Um, and then this one, this product, I actually want to buy this. This is one of the few products I've seen <laughs> that I'm down for. And it's, it's Samsung's Freestyle. I'm not sure if it was in the video I sent you. But it's uh, they are making a barrel-shaped universal freestyle projector. Okay. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think they mentioned it really briefly. Yeah. It looks like, it looks kind of like a spotlight or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish it was more than I wish it went to 4K, not 1080p, but that's fine. Um, I'm I'm surprised they're so it's basically like a very versatile projector, easy to set up. Don't have to worry yeah. about all the new. I'm surprised they're just doing something like that now. It seems, I feel like that seems like something that should have, that we should have already gotten to at this point. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Samsung has something like this before, right? That it's, it's not as versatile as this one. Like you can, you know, either it can be a projector, but also for like visual art. Um, you can, the thing that impressed me is they had it like plugged into a wall and then they unplugged it and screwed it into a, uh, a lamp. That you know you can tune, you can use that as like the base cool. instead to power it. And I was like, yeah, oh, cool. okay, that's interesting. Well, um, and and like it'd be cool too because like you could easily just like project onto the ceiling and lie down and watch something. That's you know very very neat idea. Yeah, I could see that. That right. And and yeah. it runs on um, Tizen, which is Samsung's uh, like it's Samsung's network for like their smart TVs and their watches and stuff. And mm -hmm. I like Tizen. Like it's got a good interface. It runs pretty well. Like it's it's more, it's not as good as like um, Apple's or the iOS is like mobile and smart home or I guess technically it would be mobile and Apple TV interfaces interfaces but I like Tizen Tizen works well um, I'll have to see more of what it can do before I throw nine hundred dollars down on it yeah but like if it went on sale I'd be down to buy it you know what I mean I think that could yeah. be useful. Yeah, let me know about that. Especially, I, might, I might be especially, uh, especially since like in comparison to I think it's also Samsung, it could be LG. They they announced a eight thousand dollar TV that is a, a ninety eight inch eight K like pla uh, not plasma. I think it was liquid plasma actually, like liquid plasma TV. Like it's got some new TV technology that was unveiled this year, and I was gonna talk about it, but there's not. I don't have enough. There's not enough meat on the bones for me to uh, dive into it yet. Is there really any room left for television technology? I mean, it's like... <laughs> I, will, I will say from the videos that I watched about it, it looked, it looked like I wasn't even looking at a TV. I'll say that much. Well, yeah, because you're watching it through your screen. Like, <laughs> Okay. Fair, fair point. Point, you know, like but... that's 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 how they get you. It's like, oh, here, look at this awful image, and now look at this ultra crisp image that you're seeing on your screen. Like, I mean, it's 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 a I don't know. <laughs> I, here's my thing. It's why would you need like that's projector territory, right? Why would you need something that size? It's just a pain in the ass to get into your whatever room that you're. Yeah, like I have you. a 50- five or a 60 inch in my in my living room and i think that's too big yeah it's you know the 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 excesses of our times look do, aren't we supposed to be rolling into a break we will in just a second 
okay. I, I have a time i have a time ago we've only been on 15 minutes oh okay all right um and plus this last thing i want to tell you is gonna piss you off <laughs> i i'm so pissed off that i can't i it's i'm already pissed off what what is this gonna last be extra thing? pissed me. off and it's the universal thing that everyone hates about ces this year samsung oh. yeah. has is promising groundbreaking new features for all their tvs they're gonna support the nfts you buy (laughs) you know what i don't even know enough about nfts to be that pissed off about it i know it's something everyone hates for some reason i know we've talked about crypto whatever and you know what i don't i don't i if we talked about nfts i've already forgotten i know nothing about them i don't care about them i am i (laughs) And, and I did see in the video he said not to buy them. But you know what? If everyone else is pissed off, good. That's all I need. I just need other people. That's what I want. I just want everyone else to be pissed off so I don't have to be. You, you, you want everyone to be pissed off so that you don't feel that you're, uh, you're, un, uh, you're unirrationally pissed off. <laughs> yes, unirrationally pissed off. That is. <laughs> That's the word I was going for. Sure. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, we can, we can roll with that. All right. Enough of those consumer wasteland bullshit products. Let's go. Let's take a quick break and we'll roll into the EV fun stuff. That's what we want. Ooh. Okay. All right. We'll be back. Enjoy whatever ad we put in there. I didn't hear a clap, but as long as it works for you. Okay, that's, yeah, that's definitely a clap. There you go. Okay. Okay, we're back. Hi, 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 everybody. Hi, hi, hi. I'm Chef Goldblum. No, get out of here, Chef Goldblum. We don't need you. Get out of here. No, no, Chef Goldblum. Get out of here. You are not the boss. Uh, That's a joke on the word chef. Whatever. Chef, uh, Uh, Chef in Swedish means boss. (laughs) oh yeah jefe (laughs) i mean yeah that's boston sweet or in spanish (laughs) yeah yeah i'm just yeah okay cool cool all right (laughs) okay cool thanks let's do it Uh, okay all right cool cnbc yes i will support your journalism by allowing ads that's cool thanks okay so the biggest, obviously, the biggest part of CES was EVs because mm-hmm. it's the day and age where everyone is making an EV and mm-hmm. everyone's going to try and race to the, 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 I guess right now the argument is, there's two arguments. It's can you beat, or can you make a car that's going to be a Tesla killer, right? Because EVs are still considered like, you, you think EV, you think Tesla. Unless yeah. unless it's you, you think EV, you think public transportation, um, yeah. or no, I, but, I I just just that that's my alternative. But anyway, or, or um, they're trying to get to that sub thirty thousand dollar price point, right? Because yeah. that's the problem. Is all like cool? This EV is looks great, looks awesome. It's got great specs. Forty k minimum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, um, not not exactly. Like, like unless you're going used EV, the only EVs I can think of that are like cheaper is like Nissan has the Leaf, 
Elite, which is yeah. like mid fifteens, I think. But you're talking like less than two hundred miles. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. So, well, I guess that's another thing. Is is our our? I mean, that's another issue too. Is like our they're all sort of limits on mileage, right? Uh, yeah. Like in general, um, I think the like the minimum standard that's at least people in the tech world and people who actually drive EVs are willing to accept is 240 to 260. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like a lot of people are trying to meet at least that minimum, but yeah. uh, like BMW, I think it was BMW because they, they made a, they made a couple of things that I want to talk about, but BMW released a proof of concept car. And uh, thankfully, I was going to talk about it, but CES does not want me to, or not CES, CN, CNBC does not want me to, to talk about it. Um, they have a new, it's called the IX, IX Flow. Uh, nope, that's a lie. That is the other vehicle I want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> BMW has a car. It's a proof of concept car that will not exist. Okay. Like, because realistically... Yeah. They, there's no way they could get it into a price like a price point that makes sense. Right. Um, if they could, we're talking. This has got to be a not eighty to hundred thousand dollar car, easy. But the reason they have it is, it's got a minimum range or a maximum range of six hundred and sixty miles. Yeah, that's that's pretty damn good. Yeah. So the idea is like, hey, we can make it more than four hundred miles or more than four or five hundred miles, right? Because that's What's... kind of been the standard. It's been like, you know, two forty to three hundred or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So do they have? Are there currently vehicles on the market that are above three hundred, like maybe in the four hundred range? Yeah, I think te- uh, I'm pretty sure Tesla is. Um, and I mean, listen, I, that's you I know, think that's, Hyundai is as well. I mean, that's that's fairly. I mean, this is all very fairly standard for like a full tank of gas for a car. So you know, you you got to fill up after that. It's just. I guess it's just a question of, you know, how easily can you, you know, recharge and, you know, the, the time right. that it takes where it's like, you know, a filling up at a gas station can take as little as what, like five minutes? So, oh, yeah. Like so, um, so actually, I have a good example of this and I'll, I'll uh, this is actually going to be my, uh, the rep for the week because I think it also kind of works into what we're talking about. Um, for people who watch tech content on YouTube, you will be familiar with MKBHD. Um, he has a, I guess it's like more of a behind the scenes channel called uh, The Studio, where him and his team like do other things beyond uh, just re- re- making tech videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year they did a, it's a two part series where they, they did a 1000 mile rally to compare two electric vehicles and a gas vehicle. And like test to see where the electric vehicles are at now. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. Marquez, the MKBHD himself, he's a part of it. He does. He has a uh, Tesla Plaid. I think it's a Plaid Plus actually, which is like Tesla's top of the line. Mm-hmm. They compare that to the uh, Mustang Mach E, the electric Mustang, and um, oh, I believe it's a. I want a Porsche. For the gas car, but I can't remember what the gas car is exactly. And uh, they compare them head to head, and it brings up some interesting points. And it's something I do agree with. Why, even if I was in the position, why I would not buy an EV 
um, right now, if it, unless it's a Tesla, mm-hmm. because infrastructure, right? Yeah. Tesla's charging network is the top of the line, the best. Um, not including like superchargers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, how because long do I, superchargers take? You can charge, I think it'll take 20, like, you you can charge up to 80% within like 15 minutes, I think. Okay. Um, yes, that's still that's still a little bit of a wait, but yes. Well, but, if you, it... but if you go to a lo- like a small charger, it could take two three hours to charge. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like the communication between vehicles on the road and the like the stability of the network is almost is completely in sync. Um, where if you start to run low, it'll immediately find you use the AI in the system to find you your nearest supercharger location or nearest regular charger and that's direct you to it. Yeah, that's, that's whereas um and and you can also like let's say you're driving, you're heading over there, you can click on it and you can check the status of uh and availability of all of the charges that are there. Um whereas the Mustang Mach E um uses Electrify America, which is I think it's the second like biggest in terms of uh, charger units, right? Yeah. They don't have those fine details in place. So this video really showcases that. Um, mm. The team yeah. that drives the Mustang has, I think they, they end up like two or three hours or, or multiple hours behind the rest of everybody because they have to go into another state to find a working charger. Oh, geez. Yeah. I didn't know there was an electric Mustang. Yeah, um, it, the it's one. Uh, I think it's actually sold really well. Um, it's one of the more popular ones. It's kind of fallen out of conversation right now because um, the big cars that they're talking about is Lucid. Um, that's like the that's one of the quote unquote Tesla killers that's been in production for ages, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the and the Rivian, which is. Uh, like a California startup's version of a fully electric truck. I'm going to uh, take a look at this uh, electric Mustang, by the way, just if you hear me typing. Yeah, no. Um, it, I like it a lot, actually. Um, I like what Ford's doing in the electric space. I think uh, they're going to be very interesting to watch. Right now, I think Hyundai is the company to watch for that. But um, Wow, yeah, so it's an SUV. It, it's more of an S yeah. It's like more of a, it's an SUV kind of SUV kind of hatchback. You know, it's like right in the middle. Wow. That's, that's a first. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. I, I've um, not seen one of these. Is this, when did this come out? It's been out for a little bit. Um, I know Ford, like if you're going around in the news, I think it came out earlier, uh, early 2021 or maybe mid 2021. It's probably, I'll tell you what, it's probably uh, more common out in California because I think, you know, California has always got, you know, it's always been sort of ahead of the curve when it comes to uh, electric vehicles. Right, right, right. I mean, hell, I think, didn't didn't California have uh, this electric vehicle back in like the late 90s, like before that even took off? I think so. I think it was like only in California. It was like this, this weird electric vehicle that was just there or something. Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't be surprised um, because also like California has the strictest uh, EPA standards. Yeah. Um, so this is, you know, like around the world, you know, they use our standards to, you know, keep 
uh, make sure their EPA emissions are uh, all good. Um, I know, like, the, what I'm interested in, I will not buy one, but I think I am intrigued by it, is uh, Ford is making their F-150. Uh, F-150? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their truck, that's the new one that's coming out as an electric vehicle. It's the, it's a lightning, uh, yeah. is what it's called. Uh, a lot of people are buying it. I think that's already 100000 in order. And they announced, um, Ford announced yesterday or a few days ago as of this recording that they're uh, going to double or triple their production of that truck. So uh-huh. that's that's interesting. That's promise. Um a surprising, and I guess they announced this uh, the the first part of this years ago, and I didn't, and I completely slipped my mind. Sony is making two EVs. They're making both a car and an SUV. Huh. And I thought this was weird, right? And I'm like, okay, these are just maybe it's like proof of concept, right? And they're not going to actually make them. Apparently, they've announced that they're going to sell both versions in the next, you know, few years because they are spinning off in the spring of this year to make Sony Mobility Inc. And that's going to be their car division. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I like the car. I like both vehicles. I really do. And I'm kind of surprised that Sony's just now doing this because... Yeah, like, well, didn't they say Sony... they've been sort of... They've been kind of, um, you know, they've, it's something that they've been looking into for a while. Yeah. I mean, like Sony has been, you know, is, is widely considered, you know, I would say in the top echelon for it comes to electronics. So I'm kind of surprised where that they're shifting this, not necessarily this quickly into the EV market, but like, I feel like they'd be working on all these kind of components for EVs before making their own vehicle. Uh-huh. But. You know, by the way, the vehicle is uh, that I was thinking of was the um, General Motors EV1. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Which was made from 96 to 99. And I believe because I remember seeing this, it was made available through limited ease uh, or ease, limited lease only agreements initially to residents of the city of Los Angeles, California and Phoenix and Tucson, Arizona. Okay. I didn't realize. Um so as part of a real-world engineering evaluation and market study into the feasibility of producing and marketing a commuter electric vehicle in select U.S. markets. Um, so that's interesting. It's, it, the, the discontinuation remains controversial with electric car enthusiasts, environmental interest groups, and former EV1 lessees accusing GM of self-sabotaging its electric car program to avoid potential losses in spare parts sales. Yeah, so I was kind of just looking over this. Mm. And, um, you know, just kind of skimming through this this Wikipedia article as it is, because they they got a picture of a bunch of crushed EVs. So it seems like they, uh, and then there's another thing where it talks about um, police protected transport of GM EV ones to crushing location as a result of the "Don't Crush" campaign. I gotta look into that, but yeah, I guess uh, I remember seeing this. Um, in the '90s, I remember going to Disney World and seeing one of these at like some one of their you know, I think Epcot had some kind of, a, you know, uh, exhibit and it was talking about these. And I remember the whole, That's you know, crazy. no, I didn't know that. Yeah. So something to, something to look into a little bit, of, a little bit of uh, food for thought for. Yeah. I like maybe, that. Actually. 
Well, maybe maybe a follow up if we if we so desire. I can send here. I'll I'll send you this this Wikipedia article if you want to take a look at it. Yeah, send it to me. Further investigate because we can. Yeah, we can do a maybe we'll do a a follow up episode talking about. Uh, well, we can like do a history vehicle. of the EEs episode. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so here and this is just a side note, because um, again, also editor editor version of me. Remember what company this is? I, I want to say it's BMW. I'm not sure if it is. Um, something that's not necessarily talked about a lot is, you know, to make these batteries, right? You have to use a yeah. lot of, or a, a sizable amount of rare earth uh, minerals and metals and stuff. Yeah, it's um, one of those. It's one of those situations where it's like, you know, on the surface, this is a an eco friendly product, but in reality, it's actually very harmful to the environment to pr- produce. Is that right? And not necessarily that much. Uh, like yes and no. Well, um, maybe not. Maybe not very, but it. But it's not. Yeah, as... I'll say there. Yeah, they do. Like that's just something that not a lot of people talk about. There's not a lot of rare, uh, rare earth metals that are needed, but they are needed. You know, what I mean, they are essential. Um, yeah. but I, oh, again, I want to say it's BMW. Yeah, I, know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it is BMW. Um, I'm pretty sure. Are you, but they, I think they announced that by 2025 or 2026, um, they're phasing out rare, their use of rare earth metals completely. So, what were your thoughts on that, on that one vehicle that was like color changing? I was just about to get to that. Yeah. It's uh, not necessarily a, the vehicle per se, but it's the, um, the paint itself. The, the, oh, the yeah. So, I like it's interesting that it's technology, right? The technology they adapted <laughs> it from using no, because they adapted it from the technology they use in, in a Kindle. Okay, uh. so it's not, to me, it's not necessarily like the color changing per se, it's more of like um, a fading feature that I think is interesting. But also, besides the use case that they offered it for, okay, which the idea is. Let's say you have um, a, a black or a gray vehicle, right? And you're mm-hmm. parked out in the sun. You don't want the vehicle to warm up. You can change the color to white so it doesn't get uh, as hot, right? That's like the... Oh, so it has it has actual, like, practical applications. Right. Not just a, oh, look at how cool this is. But isn't this the number one car to make, commit crimes with? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> like, like, if police are trying to find you, okay... They're looking for a white vehicle. Well, guess what? Now you're driving a black vehicle. Oh, they're looking for a black vehicle. Now it's gray, right? Yeah, they'll be. Able, they'll they'll figure it out. They'll you know they'll they'll get used to the car. They'll know to identify it. They'll be like, oh, it's look for a black or a white because it only shifts from black to white, right? Yeah, it's black, white, and gray right now. But they have plans to do all the uh, as many colors as possible. That's a consideration. I mean, they'll, 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 I think that's they'll the figure first thing something that screams out. to me. Yeah, that's the yeah. first thing that screams to me is. Let's commit crimes with this vehicle. Of course. Give, oh, our, give, our, give our many listeners who are not in the Discord an idea. Yes, exactly. Everyone who's, who's not in the Discord, buy this car with the e-ink to commit crimes. Yeah. <laughs> not um, actual advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, I think it's cool. Um, it actually was convenient that I had just mentioned this. I was on my phone with my mom talking about it, actually, because you know she drives a BMW, so she's interested in whatever BMW does. And mm-hmm. um, I had actually was just talking about this, and she's like, "Oh, that sounds kind of cool, you know, whatever." And then, like, fifteen minutes later, I was on TikTok, and literally the first video I opened it up was um, the e-ink in action. It looks cool. It looks weird. 
that's about it. Like, though, I can't get past the fact that I'm like, yes, we need, like, this car is perfect to commit crimes with. Well, you know, if you're a fan of, uh, if you're a fan of uh, The Watchmen, um, or is it Watchmen? Yes. Is it the, or, I know, I know, but no, I'm talking about the comic. Is it The Watchmen oh, or Watchmen? I believe it's The. Okay, if you're a fan of The Watchmen, you always want to, you know, drive a vehicle that's basically Rorschach. Here you go. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, basically. No, I think I think it's the more I look at it, the more I'm like, yeah, I kind of want it. But again, I feel like I would just co- like commit all kinds of crimes in it. No, you would not. <laughs> I would want to. I, right, would li- I, 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 I would. I would literally drive past somewhere. I'm like, yeah, I could rob that place. I would just hide the vehicle. I hide the color of my vehicle. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we want to call this a wrap. You think that's enough? Uh, yeah, enough- yeah. 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 Yeah, we're there. We're there. Like, Enough shit in the can. I think. I think it is. Yes, I think it is. Um, so y'all, y- y'all know what to do. Um, yeah. Don't join and, the Discord. Yeah, and what, what not to do. Like, if you're on a, uh, if you, if you're on a uh, podcasting platform, you know, like, rate, share. You know how it is. Um, again, I'll put the link in the show notes if you'd like to check out the uh, the studio and their. Um, one thousand mile rally run. Uh, the reason I also I brought it up is they're going. They are planning to do a second one this year with electric trucks, possibly hmm. towing something. So hmm. um, I think they're going to do. The plan is to do the Rivian, the Mustang, or the the light, the F one fifty Lightning, and then you know whatever a gas truck is. I'm excited about it. It was interesting. Watch it. You already wrecked. We got it. We good. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll catch you all boxes. next week. Yeah, we yeah. checked all the boxes. We quickly checked those yeah. boxes. We fingered all those boxes. <laughs> all right. See you, folks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>